Good morning, good afternoon, good evening to everyone out there and welcome to Radio Sauce. Morning, it's a podcast about hospitality, food, fun and games. Yes, and <laughs> let's not forget, Rico, our beautiful friends Clark Shaw's, possibly the bestest brewers in the UK in Britain. The best you say. Uh, well, I've said it, but it doesn't mean it is. Um, and did you know... The, the beautiful. No, we, we, we have to say, yeah, we have to say, yeah, it is. So we'll just go ahead. With yes, that. It is, yes, it is. They are the best. Yeah, it is. Um, it's the best. In our opinion, other brewers are also available, but we don't care about them. Um, did you know, <laughs> Richard, Clark Shaw's, Clark Shaw's, when they're brewing their beautiful beers and ales, they use ingredients only from the UK. Yes, they? It's very true. Um, are they locally sourced? Um, and then we also have director <laughs> Donna in the background, making sure we don't mess anything up and keeping an eye on Morning, Donna. Hello, Richard. Hi, everyone. OK. Richard, do you have something for us? Oh, you know very well I've got something for you. Oh. You, ask me, you ask me to do it all the time. Go for it. Everybody, Andrew wants me to sing a song. Yes. So, OK, so with, I try to keep you know a certain kind of theme around my songs. So I like to take a song, mix the words up, so it applies to uh, people in the chef industry. And I've wrote down a little song. And uh, chef, you're a songwriter, chef, Richard. I'm a songwriter now. Yeah, <laughs> getting that CV right up scratch. <coughs> There's nothing oh, I can God. I can't do. But yeah, so this song is a dedication to the gastro pubs and restaurant industry that work Sundays, and they know exactly what I mean when I sing this. Here I go. Brace yourself. Put seatbelts <gasps> on your ears. I'm going to take them for the ride of their life. I can't believe the roast today. I can't close my eyes and make it go away. How long? How long must service go on? How long? Because oh. <laughs> today we can be as one today. Sunday, bloody Sunday. <laughs> Sunday, bloody Sunday. And the bad I've still got another bit. And the battle's oh. just begun. There's many roast potatoes, but tell me who has the tray? What is Oh no, that's the wrong bit. I've wrote down. <laughs> Alright, now the customers wants dessert. Crumple brownies, ice creams, and properly tops. Sunday, bloody Sunday. <laughs> Sunday, bloody Sunday. I wrote that. That's beautiful. Yeah, sorry about the. Oh, oh that is I wrote, amazing. But yeah, can I, I wrote, actually, I want to say something because I think that's a really good point, right? Because you know yeah. when you hear on TV and stuff or radio, and it goes, "Well, it's Friday, everyone. Let's look forward to the weekend. Yay!" And you go, "Yeah, hang on." If you work in a restaurant or pub or a hotel, Friday means nothing because you work on Saturday wow. and Sunday. But they seem to think that everyone is off on the weekend. And Sunday's so, the worst. That song I've done my, it. I've done, yeah, I've done my fair share of roasts. So that's that. That's that to you guys out there doing Sunday yeah, service. The real workers. Okay. Now I've just got to quickly explain where I went wrong in the song. For yeah. some very strange reason, I thought it was a good idea at the time. Um. I've wrote some of my notes halfway through the lyrics, which doesn't make any sense. <laughs> so I'll work, I'll work on that, Andrew. Well, that's, you know, that's all, all, you, all you songwriters have to start somewhere. Yeah. 
Look at the Beatles. Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> They're right there, prep. It's right in the middle of them. <laughs> um, Richard, I'm going to have to tell everyone I got a bit of a cold. Um, I don't know why. It's 32 degrees where we are, and I get a cold. Um, yeah. Uh, so if I sound a bit shitty, that's why. Um, but we've been out and about this week, um, and we found a little veg shop that we really like. Um, and it's 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 interesting because in this veg shop, half the stuff she buys from the wholesalers, a lot of veg shops do, and half of it she grows herself. She must have an allotment or a little farm somewhere. So you get all these wonky looking veg for like sixty pence a kilo, sixty cents a kilo. Um, and it's really good stuff, and I quite like that type of shit. Is it the wonkier the better? The yeah. wonkier the better. But does the price does the price go up with the wonkiness? Ah, now you see. <laughs> you would have thought that, but it actually doesn't. It's literally dirt cheap. Um, so obviously, ah, dirt cheap because it's come out the ground. Oh, I, I, oh. I got there. I got there. <laughs> so it brought my mind around to thinking about a subject which I have been known to rant about a few times: local produce. It's a very, well, it's a very common thing in kitchens, isn't it? Because we're we're always talking about it because. It's always there, and we're always handling it. So, yeah. I, 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 but but we're also told that we have to use it. It's a buzzword, isn't it? You know, you've got to have local produce, blah blah blah. And I because everybody, they, yeah, everybody, it's in a weird way, it's like a crowd pleaser, isn't it? Yeah, people get yeah, so excited. On, yeah. You mentioned those words, and they think, "Oh, I'm helping the community here." So they, yeah. that's so they tend to choose you over but, that. But the th- the problem is, if you've got and what the local what what some of the general public don't get is if you're using 30 kilo of something a week let's say sprouts right where you've got to remember that a farmer might not be able to give you that amount so it's not always feasible and it's not always i'm going to be i'm going to be careful here richard what i say it's not always better to be local (gasps) i'm an anarchist well i don't know i'm still in a little bit of um shock andrew what fuck are you doing with 30 kilos of sprout starter <laughs> <laughs> it's a big start <laughs> i guess it's a big yeah, starter when we had the restaurant in york um yeah. we used to buy a lot because it's a farming land up there you know um and uh, you know a lot of farms a lot of local produce and i always remember because yes it's good if it's good and i'll yeah. give you an example uh uh one morning, some rhubarb. There's, there's something called the rhubarb triangle um, up in Yorkshire, and it's basically an area where they grow rhubarb. It's supposed to be amazing. So I got a delivery one day, and literally, you could hold this rhubarb in my hand. It was just wilted. It was just flopping. Oh, man. Ran over to, 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 to M&S, um, bought all their, their um, rhubarb, and came back. Anyway, forgot all about it. Um, gotten used to it. And then this woman came in. Uh, and I was on my own. Donna had gone out to pick some stuff up and she wanted to book a table. I, I sometimes, Richard, I don't yes. have much patience with people. Only oh, sometimes. I've yeah, I've noticed this funny enough. No, Donna's never noticed it. So this lovely lady said to me, oh, I'd like to book a table. She was posh. Oh, I'd like to book a table for two this evening. And I went, yeah, yeah, <laughs> no worries, yeah. What time like? And she goes, mm, 8.30, yeah, no problem. Oh, can I ask? Oh, here we go. Can I ask? Uh, do you use local produce? And I went, oh, yeah. Well, if it's good. And she went, Come along and find out. Yeah, you're already here. <laughs> and I went, if it's good. And she said, what do you mean if it's good? Local produce is good. And I went, ah. And a light bulb went off in my tiny mind. And I went, just give me a moment, my dear lady. 
and I popped into the kitchen and I got a stick of rhubarb, the floppy bent stuff, and one of the good yeah. stuff. And I stood in front of this woman because my patience was diminished by now. And I said to her, which one do you want? And she went, oh, oh, that one. And she pointed to this crispy, beautiful piece of rhubarb. And I went, that one's from Wiltshire. And this one here that's all wilted is from Yorkshire. Which one do you want? She had no words. <laughs> and that's my point. If it's good, it's good. And sometimes, you know, sometimes you can get products that are local that might have been sat around a while and you can get stuff that comes from 50 mile away that's slightly better. So, and you know, it... I'll, tell you, I'll tell you what I like, yeah. I like Egypt. Why, you might ask? Because everything is in season all year round. <laughs> They've got it all. And like, you know, they're, when, they're like the Argos of kitchens. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when, when people go, um, "Oh yeah, we only use seasonal produce." Oh really? And the lemon in my G and T, where's that from? Barnsley. Yeah. <laughs> do, do you use any of, in your place, Ricky? Have you got any? Um, do you use any local produce? Um, when it comes to uh, meat and fish, yeah, but the vegetables, afraid not. But I'll tell you what, right? Because obviously we spoke before about um, what we're going to talk about on the show. And I've actually forgotten to tell you this bit because it was so long ago. But I can quickly tell you now, it's not going to take long. So okay. we, so, uh, you know, and this is going to, this is going to raise a few questions of you, definitely. Oh, oh here we go. So I was working at one restaurant, yeah. And we were using a local veg supplier. Yeah. But his it was so bizarre because he had to take all his veg up to London and then yeah. bring it back and then bring it back down. So even though we've done like a pre-order of vegetables with him, he still had that's... to take it all to London because because that's where the pie, the prices start to change. But I just but... don't understand why no. that, why they take it all up there just to bring it back down. And well, then, well, and then give it to the restaurants. Yeah, this, this some of the see that's the backstory, you know, because we're told local produce is good. End of. But there's a yeah. backstory. For example, we used to when we were in York, we used to buy this cheese. Yeah. <coughs> I'm sorry, and it was a gouda or something. I forget now, but it was smoked. And I said, to, I remember talking to the producer, and I said, "Oh, that's brilliant, you know." And I said, um, uh, "How do you smoke it?" And he said, "Oh, we don't." And I went. But what do you mean you don't smoke it? You smoke cheese. Went, yeah, we make the gouda, but then we send it up to Newcastle to be smoked. And I went, hang on. So it travels what? What's that? 50, 60 mile yeah. up to Newcastle, get smoked, and then travel 60 mile back. And then you yeah. send it to me. And it's the same way you've heard of stories where, like, there's a farm in Yorkshire who grows carrots, and then they get sent to Scotland to be washed and packed, and then back down to Yorkshire. Mm. So, you know, the small local producer, I get, but sometimes, you know, when we're told local is local, it doesn't really, it doesn't really mean it's that good. Not all the time, being careful there. Yeah. I'll tell you a, a quick, I always like a little interesting fact. I'm told, and if I'm wrong, someone can message me, that... That'd be me now. Many, many years ago, in the 1800s in France, there was a, and this is a true story, there was a bug, uh, it was like a mite, and it attacked the the vineyards, the, the roots of the vineyard. Literally, thousands and thousands of vineyards just collapsed because the, 
they, they just had no uh, no vines. They were yeah. rotting, um, and they had to get graftings from other vineyards around the world. Uh, a lot of American vineyards sent over graftings that were resistant to this bug, and they had to yeah. regrow all their vines again. And it obviously took years and years and years to help them. The government raised a campaign to buy local wine to help support no, no, your local no, really. producer. And I'm told that that's where the whole local produce type thing came from, to support locals. And then obviously that's done. You know, in America, they've been having farmers markets since the late 60s. They're not, they're not a, a new thing. Um, yeah. So it's good if it's good. Yeah. Do you remember, I've just remembered something that you told me uh, ages ago. And I think we saw it on, you know, uh, Netflix was doing that uh, Chef's Table program. Oh, yeah. The, you remember Massimo, Massimo Tori, is it? The uh, Michigan? Yeah. 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 So he, there was uh, in the, see, a village or a town, isn't it? That, that his, his main restaurant is in. Yeah. And there was that Parmesan factory. And something happened where it flooded or something. And they literally had to get rid of all their wills of Parmesan, but they had no one to sell it to. And apparently, Vittori, uh, Vittoro, however you pronounce his name, uh, he bought it all from them to kind of save them. But also, it was, again, it's local produce and stuff. Yeah, and yeah. He, and, and, I, he, and, I, and he applied yeah. it to all of his dishes. I thought that was, you know, that's, a, you know, that was yeah. good. That was cool. Like, like we use, well, I, I know I, I take the piss a bit and go, Clarkshaw's the bestest beer in the world. But we used them in the restaurant because they were local. They were down in Brixton. But yeah. if, the, if, if it was a local brewer, and they came to us and said, try this. We're only down the road from you. Try this beer. And it was crap. And you'd say, yeah, but I, I don't want to use it. Yeah, but we're local. Yeah, but your beer's crap. And with Clark Shores were good. And it was really good stuff. Same with, we used yeah. Wilds cheese. Hello, Wilds, if you're listening. And their cheese was very, very good. It was really good quality, handmade. I've been to their factory, watched them make it. But if it was shit, I wouldn't have bought it. But well, some people say, yeah, but it's, it's local, so it's good. Mm, not necessarily. Yeah. You see what I mean, Ricky? If you get what I'm saying, am we okay for time, Don? I'm rabbit on. <coughs> Don says, you okay? You're okay to rabbit on. But it, it, it ties in with seasonal as well. Like, I don't get this right. Get me here, right? Potatoes, right? Potatoes, in my mind, spuds are an autumn crop. You know, take pick and wake. You get out there and you pick spuds and you break your back. And yeah, so how come I can get potatoes in? You be careful July? what you say there because they, not many people know this, but potatoes are chips. What? Yeah, and they're <laughs> delicious. Well, so I, don't go slagging off potatoes, Andrew. Not on I, this podcast. I'm on their side. I want them to be seasonal, but they seem to be seasonal all year. Like apples are like autumn type thing. So how come I can get them in, in, in like June? I don't you get sure it. That, you sure it's like, you know, when it says, oh, it's from like Devon or Cornwall, there may oh. be, it's got like underneath, ha ha ha, not really, Egypt. D- Devon, <laughs> Devon in Egypt. The, the, Devon the in Egyptian Egypt. province. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> um, but it does, it, you know what I mean? I, mean, I, I get annoyed because some, some people just put local, therefore it's good, but not always. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Getting a bit. Oh, you're really, you're really worked up over yeah. this. It's, it's all right. It's all right. I once had, we had some chefs in there. Did a talk with some chefs some years ago, and um, they were from all around the country. And I remember saying to them, uh, "There was one guy from Cornwall, Scotland, Northeast, mm-hmm. all over the place." And I said to one guy, "I said, maybe yeah, uh, use local produce in your in your restaurant." He said, "Oh yeah." 
And I said, where are you from? He said, oh, we're down in Cornwall. I said, so would you say that Cornish produce is the best? Oh, yeah, it is. Okay. So I turned to another guy over there and I said, where are you from, mate? He said, oh, we're down in, down in Kent, down near Canterbury. And I went, all right. So would you say that produce from Kent is the best? Yeah, of course it is. Well, hang on. Well, it, yeah, it is. Who's, who's the best? <laughs> well, you would say that, Ricky. <laughs> but who's is the best? You know, he, he, no. I'm, play, I'm putting everyone's mind at ease now. It's Kent. Oh. We're just, quite, we're just the best at everything. Even, you know, Whitstable, home of the oysters. Oh, that's true. You, yeah, you can't get an oyster anywhere else in the world. It all comes from Whitstable. I, I thought you could. I thought, yeah. you know... Those, it's an underground uh, uh, black market of them. You know the pyramids in uh, in Egypt? I thought they were uh, used for storing oysters. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's it. yeah, 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 right there. <laughs> um, <coughs> anyway, Ricky, I'm going to stop me getting annoyed. Um, today, kind of following on, I don't know how this this coincidence happened, Ricky Dino, but mm-hmm. following on, we have a very lovely lady here who has two eyes... Two years, yes, and she's been pestering for about fourteen years to be on Radio Sauce. Fourteen years, but we've only done a few shows. Radio Sauce, Richard. Oh, saucy. Mm. And her name is Marion, <laughs> and here she is. Hi, Andrew. Richard, Richard. <laughs> and Donna. Hello, Marion. <laughs> and how are you, how are your eyes today, Marion? There's still two of them. <laughs> you haven't multiplied. No, I wasn't yeah. sure. It's a rumor, <laughs> so I'm glad. I'm glad you put us right. Yeah, seven-eyed Marion. <laughs> I've been known. Yes, that's exactly what I'm called. Um, Marion, I'd like to just tell everyone that um, your secret is, apart from the eyes, is that you uh, actually, coincidentally, following on from our little conversation, you actually organise a farmer's market up in the Lake District in a place called Kendal. I do, I do. Oh, I'm, nice. I'm, yes, I'm interesting what you were saying. Um, yeah, I'm the company secretary of uh, the Kendal Farmers Market. Oh, oh wow. awesome, man. Company secretary. Oh, she probably has a badge. Does it say it Mario? Does, it, it just means I get all the, the worst jobs. Oh, you get all <laughs> the, the great. best jobs, <laughs> you mean. Else, but I've been told I can't Say that word. So okay. So like, if like, like, uh, uh, something escapes from the farmers' market, you have to run after it and chase it. Yes, exactly. Ooh. Well, <laughs> that's enough from me, Marion. <laughs> I was. I've actually got a quick question for Marion because this is some stuff I heard. I was wondering if she could put me right. So, is it the the farmers' markets? Are they like the mafia? Well, you're like the mafia. So they, you know, they have their stalls, and you have to go around collecting protection money. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I think you've. Yeah. No, I think that's. I think you've got the wrong. Yeah. Oh, I've got you. I've got you. Wait, wait. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Let's yeah. 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 Hey, yeah, show us the money. Yeah, um, remember, everyone, pay on time, otherwise, yeah. Marion can be. Oh, you, you do have to yeah. pay on time, otherwise, I will be chasing you for money. You'll be, you'll be squeezing See? your brownies. <laughs> well, I don't get anyway. too much. Marion, lucky lucky you. You're very, very lucky. And maybe that's, maybe you've got some uh, Irish blood in you, maybe, that that's where the luck comes from. But you're so lucky that you're going to be playing a game which we call Ready, Steady, Ricky. 
Oh, gosh. Right. Oh, radio source. <laughs> <laughs> Not oh, gosh, or good, you mean? Oh, good. I mean, yes, absolutely. <laughs> Take it away, Rico. <laughs> okay, so welcome to Ready Steady Ricky. So, once again, I've been to Dave's shop. I asked him to, I asked him to see if he wanted to um, also start supporting us, but he said, I'd rather watch paint dry. Well, well, that's all right, because he can listen to the podcast while he does that. But anyway, so I went in and I got, Andrew, is it okay that I got four ingredients this time? Well, since it's Lucky Marion, why not? Yeah, why not? It's okay. Right. The first is a can of Dr. Pepper. Ooh. Yep. Second is a pack of chocolate hobnobs. Ooh. And then bunch of coriander oh and then well, this one here this is the best one he's only got a uh this is how far his reach goes so you never question the man he's got some of those edible ants from noma dave wow he's only done it again <laughs> oh marion i wish i had the challenge of making a dish with those beautiful <laughs> yeah. ingredients okay okay what does what does marion have to do richard so Marion needs to come up with a dish. Actually, you know, I'm going to keep it loosey goosey. You can do whatever you want with the uh, with the um, with the ingredients. Personally, I mean, I've got an idea for the first three, but the ants. I think I'll probably just let them go. To be honest, okay. I mean, yeah, I am a fan of I am a fan of fine dining and stuff, but I think you know I'll probably Ant get beaten up by the Noma lads. But I think actually, yeah. bye bye, no Adam and the ants. Okay, Marion. Oh, what a bad. We're, we're padding here to give you time to think. So... Well, you might have to pad a bit longer. <laughs> <laughs> so, those beautiful ingredients. Is there a dish you could you could summon up with your beautiful mind with those delicious ingredients? And it doesn't have to be a great dish, although it should be. You know, with the, with the Dr. Pepper, you could... Um... Reduce it down to a fine syrup. Oh, oh, oh hey, Ricky. And syrupy, syrupy Dr. Pepper. Mm. Yeah. And then Ooh. you could, uh, with the chocolate hobnobs, you could scrape off all the chocolate if you Ooh. have time. I'll give that to me. <laughs> I love the chocolate. Yeah. So it's just yeah, we'll just let all the chocolate off. Yeah. So really, you're just, like, just going to end up with Dr. Pepper and a bunch of coriander. Have <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Have you, have you, have you, have you made any headway, Marion? <laughs> well, obviously, the edible ants, that's just a crock of... <laughs> not for you, then. Not going to say it. <coughs> um, so they, they, they're not on my menu. Not on my menu. Yeah. All right, we'll leave them off. I'll give them back the day. Leave them off, because, you know, it's just... that I can rant about that, but I'm not going to. Oh, All right, then. It's just... Rant about the ant. <laughs> an absolute nonsense. Um, <laughs> but I'm kind of struggling a little bit. I, I mean, you know, I mean, the, the hobnobs, I don't know, could that be the start of a buttery biscuit base, as they always say? But Ooh, yeah. There. yeah, you can do whatever you want with it. Okay, yeah. maybe that. It, it could be a Dr. Pepper cheesecakey type of thing with oh. water. I quite like that actually, Dr. Pepper's cheesecake. That's quite, uh, yeah, that's uh, ah. well, cause you know, you know, you can get like uh, they do like Coca Cola chocolate cake, don't they? 
And it's yeah. A, it's, yeah, it's a similar thing where they reduce the uh, they reduce the coke down to a fine Ooh. syrup. With, oh, you know what you could do with. We did this on a for donkeys years ago with the leaves of the coriander crystallized in icing sugar to so like crystallize. Oh, that like sounds that. shite. Well, do you, do you do you know what? Do you know the reason why I, I picked coriander? Because it made me think of you remember the uh licorice dessert we've done, the licorice panna cotta we've done of uh VB. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was with the coriander gel, wasn't it? And it just went really well. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. So it popped in my head when I was um in Dave's shop. Oh, there's always things popping around in your head, Richard. Mm. Yeah. So, would you eat that Dr. Pepper's cheesecake with a hobnobby base with some crystallised um, coriander on top, Marion? I probably would. <laughs> it's it's weird if you don't. I, I think you should give that a go. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'm, I'm quite happy with that. <laughs> so... Marion, yes. you've won the game. Yeah. Marion, you are the lucky, lucky winner. The luck just keeps on running. Yes. Oh, there it is. <laughs> and you got your lucky seven eyes. Yeah, that's lucky. That's lucky as well. Wow, seven. I just can't believe it. Seven eyes, <laughs> Marion. I have a question. Okay. On the farmers market, mm. in my mind, farmers market is from the old days that like you got someone doing veg and there's someone doing fish and someone doing meat and blah, blah, blah. Mm. Has that changed over the years? Is the people doing cupcakes and stuff like that now? Oh yeah, we still have. The local farmers bringing their their meat and their chickens and their ducks, etc. And our local veggie people, and we but we do have local people making your cupcakes, your your brownies. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, anything interesting? I bet there's a coffee a coffee bean supplier there. Do you know there isn't? Really? No, there isn't. No, there isn't. We have, but we have a lot. We have all manner of things. Um, all local. Yeah. Um, all the cheese we've got three cheesemongers and the, the, <coughs> all three are, are local made local cheeses oh. and we have gourmet mushrooms we got um a lady oh. that makes her own uh, pasta um, oh. Which, oh wow like yeah, special pasta cool. or just regular or has it, or has it got flavors in it no it's regular pasta but it's made out of an ancient grain so it, it's it's oh. really oh, it's really nice. in cool. fact she was on um what's his martin's kitchen Oh, in the kitchen. Um, and we have the, the best sourdough, and I'll say that is the best sourdough. What What's the company called? The sourdough guy. It's a uh, lovely artisan. Oh, okay, ah, and, that's good. And, and I'll tell you now, you don't have to come to Kendall to buy it because they do sell it online. Um, oh, okay, you, so yeah, you can get yeah. it delivered then. Nice. Yeah, so you can do that. Yeah, because you you, you remember, like I said, years and years ago, it was a bit of veg, a bit of fish, a bit of meat, but. They have expanded, and like, like you see, yeah, coffee. we've got um, a, a guy that yeah. sells honey. That's that he just it's all local honey. We've got somebody who makes their own chocolates. We've got um, we we actually have one stand that is just from the beekeepers, and it's information oh, yeah. about bees and keeping bees. We've got yeah. vegan, uh, vegan. So yeah, we have vegan even even in Candle, we have vegan things. Wow. Um, it sounds to me like you, you've got a lot of stuff there going on, right? Apart from coffee, mm-hmm. right? There's a little bit of everything for everyone. It's almost like a whole day out, right? Yeah. But I think you've got so much going on there. You should have one stall with nothing on. 
<laughs> we're offering nothing. Just bunting and just going, just a bloke there going, come on, have a, have a sample of nothing. Come on, yeah. with a, one of them little paper plates with, with the little with um, cocktail sticks on it. Just going, have a little try, Mrs. <laughs> well, that's a great idea. Yeah, it's got some that's local a great nothing. great idea. Um, however, we are full. We have 38 Oh, and we have oh. <laughs> so if I've someone drops to, uh, out, I've got. To, I've got to, sorry, yeah, sorry to uh, jump uh, jump over you there, Andrew. But I've got a, because of what you just talked about. I've actually got a genuine question mm-hmm. because you've got uh, obviously so many stalls, and obviously there's going to be a lot of stalls doing the same thing. No. Do you, what I mean, like you know, you know, stalls of veg and stuff like that. And then you say you've got like, is it four, three or four different cheese mongers? We've got three cheeses, but they're all different cheeses. Yeah, but I mean, do I like, know. do they all kind of get on together? Yes. Or, yeah. do, or do they ever get a bit like, oh, no, no, kind no, of stolen my customers? No, not at all. Um, oh, and, and yes, we, you know, there are things that are similar. Yeah. Um, like what, like what, Marion? I mean, if you talk about the, the, so with meat stalls, we've got an organic meat stall. Yeah. We've got, yeah. um, Another meat stall, but that's mainly um, deer. Oh dear! No, not, no one said deer. I mean, expensive. I mean, you know. Oh, yeah. oh, oh, yeah. Was, oh, um, yeah. and then another one that specializes in kind of pigs. Another one that specializes in lamb. So yeah. oh, okay. So, and then you know, somebody came along and said, you know, we've got, you know, we've got, we, we're making our own cupcakes. And we already have somebody making cupcakes. We can't have two. So you, what would you say? Would you, How would you let them down? Yeah, would you rotate gently? them or something? No. Yeah, would you would you rotate them? Oh no, you just what? So would you say go first away? First come, first you know, it's, I, right, the tax relief. I mean, there are there is a waiting list. Yeah. Oh. See, people do come and go. Some people come to the farmers market. It's about the first time they've actually sold their products, um, and you know it could be that they get too big and actually. You know, they open their own premises, or they go and do mm-hmm. something else. So it, uh, it yeah. is like it a platform. A yeah, that's quite um, nice. That's quite. Pl- See, I like local produce now. So it's quite. Like yeah, it. so they can come along and do the cupcakes and open the shop, or or they could come along and and do one and go. Well, that was crap. I'm not doing that. Again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> be, and we have a hog roast. Oh, it's, hogs and dogs. Oh, nice. It's a good hog roast. The farmer, <laughs> it's his pigs. Yeah. So well, it's not. Yeah. So it's it's you've got to have a genuine. It's, it's got to have um, a bit of everything. It's got to be. It's got to be true to the true to its place, though. So yeah. Okay, you know, yeah. We don't have rows and rows and rows and rows of asparagus around here, but yeah. we do have a lot of sheep. Okay. So what's the weirdest request you've had for someone to to open a store? Has someone come along and said, "I want to sell um edible shoes," or, or, or what, what's the weirdest thing you've had? Oh gosh, there has been a few weird things. I mean, a lot of people that are, <laughs> are non food because it is a food market. Ah. Um, like, oh, so some... any amount of, you know, I, you know, I, I, I sell local mugs. As it, do, yeah. you, do you make? <laughs> do you make these mugs? No. <laughs> my head. Yeah, in China. You know, you bought from China and then they put in like a Lake District emblem on it. So kind of put, no, yeah. that's, that's oh, right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So that's, that's a bit cheating, isn't it? That's not really... I mean, it's, we like, do... it's like a collaboration. I mean, we do have a, a guy on 
on the, the farmer's market that sells wine. And you think, well, there are many vineyards around here. And it, was, <laughs> you know, it, it does come from Italy, but it comes from his family's um, vineyard. Mm. It's quite tenuous. Yeah. That's cheating, isn't it? And, well, it's, it, yes, in a little bit. But, a little bit, but... But the wine's really, really good. You, yeah, exactly. And it's, so from, a, and it's from his family vineyards. It's not... Yeah, that's no, the, the backstory, not. yeah. <laughs> I think the mafia in you starting the show sounds all corrupt now. Yeah, you it know, does, yeah. Yeah. They've got right. mugs and wine behind the curtain. Yeah, so, Marion, <laughs> the, cheese, the cheese people, which cheeses are they? I know you said there's three. Yes. Right, which, which ones are they? What, what, what name are the... The, 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 the dairy type thing? What, what are they called? It, well, I've got, we have Mrs. Kirkham's cheese. Oh, yes, I know them, yeah. You'll know yeah. them. Yeah. Um, I've been to his, his farm and it's, it's, it's phenomenal. Okay. Yeah. Um, we also have Toppenhow near Wigton. I recognise that, yeah. Um, really good cheeses. And we also have Thornby Moor dairy. Oh, I haven't heard of them. Really, okay. Because they really are just. Yeah, do, do, you, do you think, and I know no, no one would tell you this, right? Because people are very professional. Yes. Do you ever think, right, if those three cheese stalls, right, are there, and everyone's going to one stall to buy cheese, mm. right, do you think the other two sometimes get in a bit of a hufty about it? No, because there isn't just one. People, but, like, they're all different cheeses. So yeah. everyone's got their favourite yeah. and they will go there. See how that's so, yeah, so there's no there's no cheese yeah. the same amongst them. No. Yeah. See how that that would uh, maybe. How that's are you not getting that Andrew? She's said it like three times. I know, but I just oh, I, I he's trying to trip me up and I've known you so so many years, Andrew. <laughs> so... I'm not trying to trip anyone up. If that was me and I had a cheese stall there, right? And I'd be going, come along, would you like to try some of our beautiful um the uh, crumbly Lancashire? Oh no, thank you. I've just bought some from um, that lovely stall over there. Like, what? <laughs> Take it back. Get ours instead. It's crap. <laughs> I, yeah, I've got a. No, I've got to say that it just doesn't happen. And in fact, you, you will find oh. them kind of. You know, if somebody buys cheese, uh, you know, it's kind of. Well, have you got your bread and your wine? Oh, how about your olives? Have you got those? It's kind of. You oh. know, kind of just. It sounds. That's some advice, from Marion. Then never give. It, you know, it's <laughs> well. It is. It's, it's a lot of fun. So, I've got to. I've, I've got to ask though. When it comes to like setting up the stalls and stuff like that, uh, like how is it harder now or easier? Like to set up a stall now? Is there like a lot? Say, if I wanted to set up a, you know, a cupcake stall, mm -hmm. do I need like a load of licenses to do it on your premises? Well, you'd need your hygiene, and you'd need to be registered with the local council. Okay. Yeah. Um, as, as an absolute minimum, and you need insurance. Yeah, I'm just asking because obviously the majority of our listeners, well, you know, it could be chefs and stuff, and they might be. Oh, I wonder how you kind of get started on that. Yeah, we have we have um, a chef that that makes uh, sort of tray bakes and things. Yeah. Um and yeah, he does he, he sell well? He does. What 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 do you think? Just as a little tip for people like me who were thinking about setting up a little store. Mm -hmm. <laughs> what do you think? sells the best and i know you can't see oh, oh i know beyond. what you're gonna say andrew you're, you're thinking you're gonna be going to chips aren't you or pasties yeah pasties. <laughs> um, well, and, and i know it's not going to be edible ants or 
Dr. Pepper's cheesecakes. Okay. I can't Whoa, remember. I don't know about the cheesecake. I thought that was a really good idea. But, but I think you've got to, and like I said before, it's got to be where, where, wherever you're going to put your stall, it's got to be true to that. Place. Yes, yeah. and what do you sell? Yeah. What do you think is a bestseller on a, on a on a farmer's market? Is the cheese, or is it the veg people, or is it sweet things? Oh gosh, that's that's a good that is a good question. Because can I take a guess? I reckon it's the honey. Is it the honey? Because <laughs> it's like well, no, because I say it because it's like the new fashion now. Because funny enough, um, near where I live in Margate, that they, they've just got these like they've got all. Uh, Honey is now the thing there. They've got beekeepers, and then in London as well, there's like London honey. Yeah, like new. Yeah, I'm not sure it's new. It's just been it's been around a long time, and we do, and like I said, we do have a, a guy that sells his local honey, and we also okay. have beekeepers on the on the stalls as well. So you know, they're there to talk to people about that. So you're not um, going to tell us what the best selling you know, product I, is? I, I I couldn't actually say. I would say the busiest store. Too hard. It's too hard. The busiest yeah. stall by Country Mile is probably the the, the sourdough. Ah, ah, okay, that's interesting. That's so, interesting. yeah, it's always yeah. a baker, isn't it? Yeah. Well, so what you could do is, Richard, imagine this idea, yeah. right? Buy the stuff online from this geezer, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Take it somewhere else and sell it on your stall and pretend you made it. <laughs> well, I might as well get the stuff. I might as just get it from Egypt. And yeah, too, yeah. I'm not sure. You know, you get it from Egypt as well. So, yeah, yeah. But you've already got your supplier. You could call it Tutankhamun's freshly baked <laughs> <laughs> from Devon. <laughs> Devon, oh yes, of course. Devon in Egypt. Yeah, people would love that. Why is oh. that there? I want it. <laughs> would you? Would, uh, 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 I'm going to say, going to mention the uh, Pennington spirit who he makes his own gin. Oh, oh. Yeah, that's very nice. helpful. Just in that he's got a. Other gins are available though. Uh, other gins are available, but not on our, not on our. Yeah, and they're not good enough market. to be on your market. That's not not your, look, It's not um, a market; it's a turf. Yeah, a tur- yeah. You're not welcome on my turf. Yeah. Do you have to strong arm anyone, Marion, if they get a bit, um, a bit textual? Oh gosh, no, Ooh, I that... don't. Oh, honestly. are you talking about my gin? Don't talk about my gin on the radio. <laughs> I do apologise. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, the Italian look. That's, that's that. It's my family, honestly, in Italy. <laughs> do not tell them about Egypt. <laughs> but, you know, I think every, I go back to your question. I think every market's got its own kind of rhythm, I think, is what I'm trying to say. They're just an important part of the community. They are. And they are fun day out, you know. You're just going there and even if you don't buy anything, although you should, um, oh, just looking around at the, the colours and the aromas and the empty plates just makes you, it makes you day. <laughs> I think, anyway. Um, well, <laughs> I, I think, you, know, uh, you, you don't sound to, you don't, too uh, clever when it comes to local produce. Uh, well, if I'm going to say something, Marion. You've changed my mind. <laughs> I love local produce now. Oh, Everyone that should is buy a minute, a minute I'm off. <laughs> I'm still, uh, I'm still trying to figure it out. So everyone should go to the Kendall Farmers Market. Where is it, Marion? Funny enough, it's in the Kendall Marketplace. Oh, Kendall! Be. Kendall. And it's the last Friday of every month. To so the last Friday 
of every month. Mm-hmm. So if you're there uh, and you're at Kendall, because, you know, it's a nice day out, go to the Lake District. It's absolutely Beautiful. stunning. It is stunning if it's not raining. And um, if you go to Kendall and you see the farmer's market on the last Friday of every month. Last Friday of the month. And you see Marion with her seven eyes, give her a little wave. <laughs> do, do you ever go to other farmer's markets? When you're like, uh, you, yes, you're yeah, right. yeah, it's kind uh-huh. of an occupational hazard, isn't it? You kind of yeah, think, I guess, yeah. Going to see what's well, going on there. You look around them and go, "Well, that's crap," and that's crap. I mean, some that's of the shit. markets are <laughs> now, you know, the not farmers markets. The you know, the. You, you I, I, I would have to agree with that. Pound, that sort of thing. Yeah, we went to a, a one of those farmers shops oh years ago, and I remember looking around, and I don't know, just everything seemed to be the same size or something bothered me about it and I remember going out the back to the car park and there was a shipping container and it was slightly ajar and I looked in there's all these boxes from Holland and stuff like that I thought oh yeah <laughs> leave on farmer Jack <laughs> anyway yeah, yeah, Marion yeah. uh, I'm getting um, a bit uh, throaty now so anyway that's been really interesting about local produce my favourite thing in the whole world um, and I feel I have this feeling from you Marion that you're getting luckier and luckier as the time goes on, totally. isn't she, Richard? She's getting very lucky. Very I lucky. I think uh, with all this luck, maybe we could see what type of luck she gets in another game. Yes! Gosh, right. Oh, <laughs> Marion, here we have it. This is something called the Big D3 here on Radio Sauce. Big D3. Oh, saucy. There we go. Now, Marion, we like to do this for no other reason than just for fun. Okay. So I'm going to ask you three questions. Fun Fun is fun. Fun Think about that. And three questions, and within each question, there are three items. Now, you might like this, or you might not. And I've actually picked these out um, specifically for you, and they even have your name, and it says Ma next to them. So the first one is this, Marion, right? You're at a farmer's market. <laughs> and at this farmer's market, there's uh, a chappy there called Bob. Bob. And Bob <laughs> and makes... it takes you so long to get the name out there. Because <laughs> I was going to say Boris. <laughs> I don't know why. Uh... Um, <laughs> and Bob makes scones. And he makes quite a few different scones. He's a scone maker, you could call him. Mm-hmm. And a scone sir. A sconisseur. I like it. The fastest cake in the world, you could say. (laughs) So, are you going to choose from Bob a plain scone that you can just add toppings to your desire, a fruit scone, or a cheese scone? Which one would you... Oh, oh, you you didn't even think about about that. Don't have to think about it. Straight in there. Wow. And when when you get that scone home, Marion... Would you cut it in half and just eat it as it is, or would you spread it with some stock SB or some <laughs> local butter? It'd have to be butter. I don't do stock. Oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> Good answer there, Marion. And when you've put the um, the butter, the local butter, on mm-hmm. the scone, right? The the thickness would it be measured in centimeters? The butter. Possibly. Would you would you leave teeth marks in? Oh yeah. Would it be thicker than a scone? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's that lump of butter there? That's a scone. Oh, that's a good answer. Yeah. 
I'd be having the, uh, I'd go for the fruits game and I'd oh, put peanut, yeah, peanut okay. butter on it. Peanut butter? Yeah. Oh, they're weird. Oh, what? Wow. Delicious. You you live on the edge, you, Ricky. You are really, <laughs> have, I mean. Have you tried it, Marion? No, no. Well, there you, there you uh, go. He has a good point, actually, because I have. Uh, yeah, good point, yeah. good point. Yeah. But I do like peanut butter. You'll love it. You've got me thinking, though. Imagine, because peanut butter is more savoury, peanut butter on a cheese scone. Mm, yeah. I wonder if that would work. I, I, peanut... I really like the sultanas yeah. and stuff you get in the in the fruit scone. That's why, that's why I chose that. Oh, Don't get me wrong. Cheese scones are lovely, but I'm in the mood for a fruit scone. Or what you could do, Marion, with the peanut butter, because I know you like peanut butter, is just take a couple of spoonfuls and rub it in your hair. Probably wouldn't do that. Okay, I then. take so, a couple of teaspoons and put it in my mouth. It's <laughs> so natural it's... oil. <laughs> <coughs> because it's the... Yeah. Um, Gives the, your hair the... crunch instead of oil. Yeah. <laughs> 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 because it's the big D3, the next one is, it's quite a simple question, this mm. one. And then what I'm going to say is, it's been a wintry day. Imagine it, right? It's been a wintry day up there in the Lake District. I don't it's... have to imagine it. It's, it's... <laughs> no, I was, was going to say it's August. Um, <laughs> it's been pouring down. You've got the fire on it and it's freezing cold and it's the middle of August. Are you going to have for your tea like a bowl of lentil soup, a bowl of mushroom soup or a bowl of tomato soup? Ew. Oh, I know what I want. I'd probably go lentil soup. Really? Mm. Oh, I'm surprised by that. Why, why, why are you surprised by that? Because I thought you'd be a tomatoey type of person. Uh, That's me. I'd go yeah. for a tomato soup. Yeah, I could like, see Richard being a tomato person. Yeah, there's nothing like a. There's nothing like. Uh, don't know if I can say the brand. But he's not. Yeah, I mean, you know, particular tin of tomato soup. They've got many varieties. Um, yeah, it is, yeah. yeah, you've got to go for that. But if it's a thick lentil soup. None of this thin water nah. business. If I can't stand my spoon, it's not, not right. Yeah, with with local. With local would... bread and butter. Yes. Or, or even cheese scone dipped in it. Or a cheese scone. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Do that. I like oh. how this is all coming together. Very nice. Oh, I am actually. Marion, I have I have one last of the big day three for you. You're so lucky. Are you oh, ready for On radio sauce. <coughs> Pardon me for coughing. I have a call. This is the last of the Big D3, and I'm going to ask this question in words. Are you ready? Yes. <laughs> so, you sat at home, which is your house, mm-hmm. and you're having a cup of tea, right? I- I'll stop you there because I don't drink tea. And you're having a cup of coffee. <laughs> not not <laughs> local coffee because you can't find any. And it's going oh, Marion, work with us. <laughs> okay, then. So you're having a bloody cup of coffee, right? Yeah. So you're having a lovely cup of coffee. Yes. Right? And you sat there. Could you just go, right, with that cup of coffee, a little bit of Kendall mint cake? Or, don't answer till you've heard all three. You never know. Or a nice slice of Grasmere gingerbread. Oh. oh. A little, a lonely little ball of Cartmel Ooh. sticky toffee pudding. It wouldn't be the mint cake. Oh, that's no, a not tough one. Cake. What? 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 Because you don't like Kendall mint cake, or? No, I do like Kendall mint cake, but it's just that's just not that's it's not cake. 
<laughs> With cold cake. I know it's cold cake. It's <laughs> um, oh, I do like a bit of sticky toffee pudding. Yeah, but the gingerbread's nice. But the gingerbread is exceptional. It's difficult. Can I have, can I have gingerbread on top of my sticky toffee pudding? <laughs> you probably could, like... <laughs> <laughs> um, you're supposed to choose one, but I suppose because you've been possibly the bestest guest yet, should we let her have two, Ricky? Well, well, um, I wanted the gingerbread. Well, you were the, <laughs> the gingerbread, and I love the sticky toffee pudding because actually I can get in my car and 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 drive eight miles and get the the, the you know the real thing. So yeah, well. I have a question, actually. Richard, I don't know if you... Because you're not from the North. Do you know... Yo. Um, do you know what Kendall Mint Cake is? I ain't got a clue. And I was really no, worried I, you were going to ask me. And I, I, think, <laughs> it's quite and I was local. like, shit, have I got time to Google it or what? Yeah, and it's I very clearly regional, haven't. right? It's very regional. Right. Um, so, it's basically... Um, it's hard describing it. It's not hard to describe. It's basically sugar. <laughs> yes, it is. is it's it? basically like a. It looks like a. It's, it's, it's not like your version. It's not your version. Oh, I was, I was about to say it's not yeah, your no. version of the gypsy tart, is it? No, 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 not at all. It's a. It looks like a, a chocolate bar wrapped up. When you walk, yeah. it's pure white. If you get the the, the white sugar, it's pure white, yeah. and it's just made. It's like a sugar block. Mm-hmm. It's like, and when you oh, bite right. it, it's minty. It's like block. It's like chewing into like. Sugar is very, very. What? Why is it so popular? That sounds like a bar of di- diabetes to me. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's like you only need a nibbling, like. Oh, no, you just need a little bit. It's, it's pure sugar with mint, and you can have it white, which is white sugar, and brown, yeah. brown sugar, and you can have it covered in chocolate as well, just in case you have not enough. Oh, I didn't know that. And... So I might, I might have to see if I can get older. I mean, you know, I'm very intrigued now. It's very sweet. It's very it sweet. Oh, you know, you know, I've got a sweet tooth. <laughs> it's it's famous because. It was uh, taken up to Everest on that first Because ah, it's very it's, oh, it's it? a big, a big burst of energy. But it's by the Ah, yeah. so they basically took it with them, like to give them a bit of, a bit of energy yeah, kick when they're up there. Them when they go walking. Ah, that's interesting. I think I'd just eat mine sat down. Well, you probably would. I mean, you know, you don't have to climb a, a mountain. To just to have one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> The only time on a mountain, yeah. <laughs> <coughs> on top of pyramids. Um, I, I'm yeah. gonna, I'm gonna go off here because Donna just reminded me of something, right? Oh, she now she's pointing at the time as well. But I'm gonna do one more big D three because of the subject today. Well, Richard had four ingredients. Richard had four ingredients, so we're gonna have one yeah. more, and it's because of the whole farming thing. Are okay. you ready? Next, next, next week is gonna be seven, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> one for each of Marion's eyes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Marion, your eyes are lovely. Um, <laughs> right, Marion. Mm-hmm. There's a show, and it's called—I forgot what it's called. Don't I? Clarkson. Clarkson's Farm. Yes. I think you've seen. Oh it. yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So, out of these three, you have to tell me who is your favourite. Are you ready? <laughs> is it Jeremy Clarkson, the farmer? Is it? Caleb, or do you prefer Gerald? You don't have to kiss them or marry them or anything, just who you're entertained most by. 
Oh, it's probably Jeremy Clarkson. Although really? I, I hardly you want to admit that because I think he's a bit of an ass. Oh, sorry. <laughs> he, he's an ass, but he is very funny. He is funny, and actually, yeah. um, he does highlight some of the things that probably should be highlighted. He does. I actually I agree with that, and I, and I suppose a lot of people are going to go, "Oh, it's terrible he's doing it," but he does highlight <laughs> some of the shite that goes on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Within the farming world, yeah. Uh, see, I'm surprised, but I thought you would go for Caleb. Actually, it was it was a close call. It was a close call. Well, I kind of dithered in that direction. But but Gerald's nice. We like Gerald. Yes. Yes. Oh, okay. We don't. I yeah, don't know so much more of this. It's very funny, Ricky. You'd yeah, like it. Um, There's loads of stuff you've told me to check out. I've not got around to it. I've still not watched the bear yet. And it really needs to get. Oh, you got to watch. It's very good. Yeah, watch I know. The bear. Everybody listening, good morning, good afternoon, good evening. This is Radio Source. Watch the bear. Um, right. This I've got a quick the... question for you. Yeah, go. Because you know you're just telling me about that sugary bar that's quite popular in yeah. your regions. Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> so down here we have Gypsy Tart. And I was, uh, I was talking to my girlfriend. And I just thought the rest of England had their, you know, had Gypsy Tart. But then she said, no, like, she's from Birmingham. And she's like, oh, no, we don't really have gypsy tart there. What, it's, what it's, is more, it it's, more, it's more of a Kentish thing. So basically, it's a, a tart that's, I think it's like two or three ingredients. It's a long time since I've made it. And it's made of um, dense milk, evaporated milk, and brown sugar. That's literally it. And then and it's in a tart case, and it's brown. So you, like, cook it down? Or... Like, do you cook you, them, the condensed milk, or just whap it in? I think you can buy you can buy them you can buy them in a pan. And you pour yeah. it into the. Uh, no, and you I pour don't it know. into you pour it into the mold, and you bake it in the oven. And that must be sets. a local thing, yeah. But like yeah, when you, so when you take your first bite, I think it's worse than that sugary bar you said. Yeah. Because when you take that first bite, you feel you know the sugar sweats and. Your face just yeah. starts to tighten, and the yeah, and the enamel comes off your teeth. Yeah, oh, yeah, you know. Yeah, but Ooh, oh, I that... thought I thought everybody knew what Jimmy no? Tart was. I but don't know. No. Do oh, you right, know it, Marion? Okay. I've heard of it, but I think it is like a condensed milk, isn't it? Like a yeah, and it looks like a like a tart, I suppose. Yeah, it's like um. Do you know Marion? Do you know peach pudding? Yes, but that that's you wouldn't put that with your custard. No, you wouldn't. But it's a savoury thing. <laughs> Ricky, do you know peace pudding? Um, yeah, I do. What, but, what does it look like? But we don't have it down here. I've heard of it probably from yeah. you at work. Yeah, it's it's because I remember first leaving the northeast and mentioning peace pudding. People go, "What peace pudding?" You know, yeah, yeah, you have it on a stotty. A what? Stotty? A what? You know what I mean? And, and people just don't know what they are. What is it? What is it again? It's literally because I've never had it or seen it. I've just heard from it from you. Well, when we lived down south, we never saw it anywhere. But we stayed with my yeah. with my mother for a while, and um, I remember even going in Aldi and seeing peas pudding in there. It's basically, imagine split yellow peas, um, yeah. <coughs> boiled to hell. I mean, years ago you put ham stuff, <laughs> boiled to hell, and let it go mushy, and then oh, that's how you, it... you put ham in it, don't you? Oh, you can't. Yeah, they, they, but nowadays, the commercial stuff is just, I think it's just water and a bit of flavour. But yeah, you'd, you'd put a oh, bit of ham stock like in it. like a loaf. Yeah, and it's like, you know, like if you, oh, okay. like cold mushy peas would kind of set firm because of the starch content. Yeah. It's similar to that, but yellow. Mm-hmm. And I know this sounds horrible, but we used to spread it on bread. Okay. 
it does sound weird, doesn't it, when you say that out loud? We spread it. Cold. It can be tasty, though. Or it can be tasty if it's. Yeah, cold. it is. Yeah. Um, my mother used to fry it for some reason, but my mother would do like, that. What, like, uh, like, like a, a big fried uh, bubble and squeak fry. or something. Well, not even actually, just mm. fry it like a big stodgy thing with, and and have it with spuds. But that's the type of thing she would do. You go, mother, why are you frying peas pudding? Why not? Mm. I, I don't have any answers. <laughs> <laughs> um, Mary, sorry, we're going off off there, and Donna's doing the rolly thing. We, we have to roll on. Um, so last bit is something we like to call Marion. No way, Jose. No way, Jose. <laughs> and this is little that. stories <laughs> that we've been told, right? Sorry for my coughing, everybody. It's because um, I've got a cold. And no way, Jose, is things that people have sent in or we've heard over the years that are a bit disgusting or a bit horrible. Um, and someone sent me one the other day. If you're listening, uh, I won't say his name, but if you're listening, um, this is going to get you. So there's a guy telling me that um, he used to have a bit of a laugh. He used to work in a hotel. I used to have a bit of a laugh with the kitchen porter and they would do practical jokes and stuff on each other. And he said he got around really well with this guy. And he kind of had this rapport with him. Uh, he's only a little guy. And he said, you know, he'd come in one day and he would um, hide his shoes and stuff like that. And the next day he would he would hide his knives. And the next day they'd come up and he'd bring him over a cup of tea and he'd bring it over. And when he got there, there was nothing and it was empty. And just little jokes like that. So he said one day the kitchen porter was off. And up on a little shelf, his kitchen porter had a little teddy bear little mascot thing. Don't ask me why. Right? Mm. He had this little teddy bear thing. So this guy was like, I know what I'll do. So he dipped it in a bit of egg, beaten egg. Um, no, it's a flour first, then egg, and, uh, and a bit of breadcrumbs. And he, we call it panne. And he coated it in breadcrumbs. And he deep fried the teddy bear. Oh. <laughs> it all crusted up. And he put it back on the shelf. So he thought, this is brilliant. The guy's going to love this. He's going to go, oh, my God. It is a bit cruel, but they did these little jokes on each other. And he said, but the next day, the guy came in, and he went absolutely bonkers. This guy went berserk. He was so annoyed about this. He tried to peel the breadcrumbs off. He couldn't get them off. And he said, after that, he just didn't speak to me. Aww. Which is a bit sad, but also a bit funny. No way, Jose, you dirty no, bugger. I've got something <laughs> a bit similar. Uh, it was like, uh, so I was working at this pub when I was younger. I think I was like 18 or something. And then when you're at that age, you just write you write down all your ideas, don't you? Because you think, yeah. you know, it's cool to have a notebook or whatever. So I started, I was in this one kitchen. It was only with uh, two or three other chefs. And they're a lovely bunch of guys. But they thought it would be funny while I was on my break to take my recipe, uh, my notepad. They wrapped it like airtight in cling film. And then they put it in a four litre filled with water and they put oh, it in the freezer. Oh, thanks a lot. Oh, they froze. And if they, <laughs> they came down, they were, they were giggling. <laughs> and I, when I came back to work, and they're like, they're like, like, Rich, Rich, look in the freezer. I was like, oh, okay. I looked in the freezer and I opened it up and there was my fucking notebook. <laughs> deep frozen. In the, it's deep frozen in a four litre tub. <laughs> and then I was like, I just laughed and went, huh? Good one, guys. But inside, I was like, you absolute bastards. I, 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 actually, yeah. though, Ricky, I mean, to be fair, and I know this is bad to say, but that's a really good trick. That is quite <laughs> funny. No, because now <laughs> we're like, now we're encouraging it. I'm going I'm to do like, something, oh, something of Donna's now. Yeah, but then yeah, but I was like, <laughs> well, it took me fucking hours to defrost. Cheers, guys. Yeah, of course, you would have to chip it away. 
Yeah. I like that. That's a good one. Um, Marion, have you got any stories from hospitality of any nasty things that happened? Well, it's a very long time since I was uh, I was in the kitchen. I must admit, um, and there's probably there's probably any man who thinks I'll probably they'll all come back to me in the minute we're off air. Um, but yeah, there's a, there was a lot of um, practical jokes. I seem to remember. You got to get your thrills where you can. Well, yeah, yeah, quite true that really. And then the hours, I just, I just work, yeah. yeah. And now that what irritates me is is people who want to. Oh, I'm not even going there. Not even going to go there because I will rant. It, it's <laughs> recent. Well, Good. just recently, you know, I, I'm ringing. I'm ringing somewhere to book to book Sunday lunch for five people only to find you can only book if you're eight people or more I said well okay so uh, book for eight people and then call you back in three minutes and say I'm really sorry I'm now changing that to five well you just walk through but I, I don't want to walk through I've got too many people to just walk hey. through. I don't know it just it's like some people just don't want your money what if you don't have it well, they've been, they've been picking I'm them out of people you can bring. It, it was literally this Saturday. It is as recent as that. Me and my friends, we had something we had to do, so we had to kind of eat early. We just wanted, we didn't want to be faffing. I thought, well, I'll ring up and let's get us a table. No, you can only book if you're more than eight people. That's I mean, what that's is prejudice. that about? I'm not even going to say who it is, but if you want if you wanted to come back and rant about anything like that, I'm absolutely name. <laughs> no, don't don't say anything about not, Weatherspoons, Don't say anything about Weatherspoons, the lab one. <laughs> 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 it was not Weatherspoons. <laughs> <laughs> There's some weird rules out there. Um, I've got one more. You like this one? I, I remember talking to this chef years ago, and um, he said uh, there was the, they got an order in for a cheese board, and you don't get them very often. And some guy wants a cheese board, but he specifically said he wanted blue cheese on it. Well, yeah, 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 no bother. Do a bit of brie, bit of cheddar, local. Obviously, local. Local, obviously. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, got the bits, started cutting them up and that, and flung a bit of the, you know, basically, a cheese board is a cheese salad. So, he stuck his bits on there. And then, um, he went, oh, I haven't got any blue stilton. So, he said, running around going, lads, any blue stilton in the fridge? And he went, no, no, we haven't got any. And he was a bit of blue stilton. I went, no, I used the last one, the last order. He went, I've got a good idea. Now, this is where he was wrong because it wasn't a good idea. Because what he did is he thought blue cheese is quite strong in flavour. He's right there. Mm-hmm. So he found some ripe right. brie in the fridge. Mm-hmm. So he cut the rind off the brie, chopped the brie up and put it in a bowl and went, right, I've got a strong cheese there. Where do I get the blue thing from? Now, oh, this well, guy wasn't the brightest of people. So he gets himself some blue food colouring. No. <laughs> <coughs> Sorry. And put a drop of blue food colouring in the brie and gently folded it together so it would appear that the blue lines were the blue veins of mould running through the blue stilton. No, there weren't. I have a feeling it looked like archeries on your skin. Do you know what? Um, I'm going to give them 10 out of 10 for effort. I have both. <laughs> no way, Jose. Don't no do way, that. man. No. That's insane. He could have called it, well, he could have called it a blue cheese dip. I'm sure he could have got away with it then. He could have, yeah. A local blue cheese dip. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's all we've got. If anyone's got any little, no way, Jose, send them in here on yeah. Radio Sauce. Oh, Sauce. Marion, have you enjoyed yourself? 
immensely. That Tell me good. why. Tell me why you've enjoyed yourself, Marion. Um, oh. Can you burn her on the spot now? <laughs> too, too many answers, that's <laughs> why. No, it's been, it's been lovely speaking to you, Andrew. Obviously, uh, your listeners don't know. We've known each other for a very, very, very long time. They certainly have, Mother. <laughs> um, this is where you find out it's too long is it, Mar- Marion found me listeners, dear listeners um, who are listening now, right now and around the world Marion found me in the woods uh, when I was a small child and raised me I um, did, it's because did... you could do an impression of, of Frasier yes, good god Niles and uh, raised me in Kendall um, and there's the truth, so I would like to say to you Richard would you like to say thank you Thank you. Say thank you, Andrew. Thank you. Marion, thank you. You're welcome. Thanks to Donna for making sure we don't piss about too much. And um, for everybody out there, that was Radio Source. And uh, Ooh, ciao, ciao, Bella. <laughs> <laughs>